Support for IPR comes from Orchestra Iowa, presenting the movie E.T., the extraterrestrial on the big screen, accompanied by the symphony orchestra performing the score live, May 3rd and 4th at 7.30 at the Paramount. Tickets at orchestraiowa.com. Today is Wednesday. It is the 21st of December. This is Here First from IPR News. I'm Clay Masters. Strong winds and freezing temperatures are expected to hit Iowa in the next couple of days. And it's coming as the Iowa Department of Transportation is still clearing snow from last week's snowfall. Craig Bargfried is the Iowa DOT's Winter Operations Administrator, and he says the wind gusts of up to 50 miles per hour will likely make it harder to clear the roadways. With the amount of snow that they're talking and the winds that they're talking, uh, it's, it's very possible that we could see some road closures. Uh, especially up in the northern part of the state and northeastern part of the state. So, again, that is obviously something that we're very concerned about, something that we monitor quite closely. And he says he advises holiday travelers to watch the weather forecast closely. And with these possible blizzard conditions closing in this week, airport officials in Des Moines are advising air travelers to watch for flight updates and to take extra time getting to the airport. We hear more details from IPR's Grant Gerlach. Passenger numbers at the Des Moines airport are expected to be up slightly over last year for the holiday season and could even surpass pre-pandemic levels. That makes it especially bad timing for a possible blizzard that forecasters expect to bring strong winds and extreme cold. Kayla Kavarna with the Des Moines Airport Authority says travelers can expect to wait longer getting on and off their flights as ground crews clear ice from the planes. Ground crews, um, they are responsible for both that de-icing and deplaning. So give them some grace, pack that um, Iowa nice and just be patient because it might take you a little bit longer to get to the gate and deplaned. Kavarna says the quickest way to get news of delays and cancellations is through a specific airline's mobile app. In non-weather news, Iowa Senate Majority Leader Jack Whitfer says creating state-funded private school scholarships is a top priority in the upcoming legislative session. Senate Republicans and Governor Kim Reynolds have tried to achieve that in the past two years, but House Republicans were not on board. Whitfer says he hopes lawmakers can get the bill to the governor's desk in the next few months. I really want to work with the House, with the governor, uh, with the Senate, all coming together, trying to come up with one piece of legislation so we don't have two or three different bills floating around trying to work off of. Um, Hopefully those talks can continue so that we do have just one bill. House Speaker Pat Grassley says he's pretty confident House Republicans will pass a private school scholarship bill in 2023. Democrats have opposed the policy, saying it'll be a threat to rural public schools. The next legislative session begins January 9th. Republicans have full control of the state legislature. Council Bluffs is expanding its treatment options for Iowans with developmental disabilities after closure of the nearby Glenwood Resource Center was announced. IPR's Kendall Crawford tells us a new nonprofit is opening up home-based options to fill the gaps the institution may leave behind. Community options will move more than 30 Iowans out of the Glenwood Institution and into community homes. CEO Robert Stack says the transition to smaller four-bedroom houses will change the lives of their clients. And they will be able to make choices individually about their own lives. That's all anyone wants to do. They won't be told what time to get up in the morning and what time to go to bed at night. They will be treated as adults. The organization has partnered with Governor Kim Reynolds and the Iowa Department of Public Health to fill the need. It is the national nonprofit's first location in Iowa. Its first home will open next month. 
And in Iowa City, officials say it's testing its water supply following concerns of contamination related to the CSEC Zero facility explosion in Marengo. The city says contaminants are unlikely to be found, but last week the Iowa DNR ordered C60 to cease operations in the state following its discovery of contaminated stormwater near the facility. This is Here First from IPR News. Support for IPR comes from the Healing Room at Upstream Functional Medicine, offering medical spa services that support the body's natural ability to detoxify from environmental challenges. Learn more about the Healing Room at upstreamfm.com. Children with sickle cell disease rely on daily doses of penicillin to prevent life-threatening infections. But lately, some are finding it harder than ever to fill their prescriptions. Side Effects Public Media's Farah Yusri reports on why some pediatric sickle cell doctors are concerned. As recently as the 1980s, nearly one in three children with sickle cell disease died before their fifth birthday. That's until a landmark clinical trial found that two doses of penicillin every day for the first few years of the child's life slashed rates of life-threatening infections by more than 80%. Dr. Sheetal Jacob is a pediatric hematologist who treats children with sickle cell disease at Riley Children's Hospital in Indianapolis. For several weeks now, she's been hearing from families who are struggling to fill their kids' penicillin prescriptions. She says this could spell disaster. I'm worried that I'm going to be seeing more of our patients in the hospital with serious bacterial infections um, and obviously significantly concerned that um, some of them may become so ill that they would pass. An infection that causes mild illness in other children can cause serious illness or worse in a child with sickle cell if they're not getting the regular doses of antibiotic medication. This is what keeps Mary Warlow up at night. Her baby Caleb is six months old and he has sickle cell disease. She's been religiously giving him his penicillin, but early December he went a few days without it because Warlow couldn't easily find a pharmacy in Indianapolis that had the medicine in stock. They'll say it's in stock and then we'll go pick it up and they'll be like, we don't have anything or we had it, but you didn't come in time, so someone else got it. The FDA tracks drug shortages and has not indicated that there is a shortage of penicillin, but anecdotal reports from patients and providers at hospitals across the country, including Missouri, Georgia, and Alabama, suggest a shortage may be looming. Providers at hospitals in some of those states told side effects they were recently warned that liquid penicillin stocks are running low and advised to look for other alternatives, like penicillin tablets or entirely different drugs. Dr. Monica Hulbert at St. Louis Children's Hospital in Missouri says the second best option if a child can't get penicillin is to prescribe an antibiotic called amoxicillin. And I did try to do that last week, and that was unsuccessful. Unsuccessful because amoxicillin has officially been in short supply over the past few weeks in the U.S. Generally, antibiotic shortages are more common than most of us realize, says Erin Fox. She's a senior pharmacy director at the University of Utah. She's been tracking antibiotic shortages in the U.S. since 2001. She says there are reasons for that. These are older drugs. They're generic drugs. They are low-cost drugs. And so because of those characteristics, there's actually not a lot of incentive for manufacturers to have any extra on hand or uh, any kind of backup supplies. Fox says during the current shortage, some manufacturers say they've been hit by labor issues. But she's also been hearing from more manufacturers who say... 
you know what, we are making exactly what we were asked to make. We had contracts to make, you know, X amount, and we're doing that. But as it turns out, that's not enough this year. With the recent surge in infections, Fox says existing shortages will eat away at other antibiotic supplies. So manufacturers will need to ramp up production. Dr. Carrie Marone at the Children's Hospital at Montefiore in New York says she's not heard from her patients or her hospital pharmacy of penicillin shortages yet. But reports from peers in other states have alarmed her. If it actually becomes a um, on short supply, the ramifications are huge. I'm like so nervous about that. Children with sickle cell could die from preventable infections. So many providers say they aren't waiting until it gets to that point before they start sounding the alarm. I'm Farah Yusri, Side Effects Public Media. Side Effects Public Media is a Midwest reporting collaboration, including IPR News, exploring the impact of place, policy, and economics on Americans' health. This is Here First from IPR News. Subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. I'm Clay Masters.